I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host, live from Las Vegas. Your other host on the East Coast, live from Boston. Welcome back, Josh Applebaum. Josh, how are you? Pritch, I'm doing great, and I got something special for you today, because okay. guess what today is, Pritch? It is Thomas Edward Edward Brady's 44th <laughs> birthday today. Mm-hmm. So back in uh, August 3rd, 1977, the world changed. Tom Brady entered the world, <laughs> San Mateo, California, and Pritch. You let's mean your just world a... changed. <laughs> exactly. And I, I wasn't even a thought back right, in my field. Right. My parents weren't even thinking of me back then. But Pritch, you know what's great? Uh, Brady, let's just take a second to celebrate Brady. Career record 230 oh, okay. and 69. Yeah. 769 win percentage. I, all the accolades, you don't need me to tell you that. But just in honor of Brady turning 44 years old today, uh, reminder, over under passing yards, Brady, 47, 25 and a half mm-hmm. over under touchdowns this year, 36 and a half right. uh, Super Bowl plus 700 for the Bucks, NFC plus 310 division minus 190 and Pritch just for you today. <laughs> I got you the undefeated record odds 17 and 0 regular season. Mm-hmm. So you're saying there's a chance plus 2,500. Happy birthday to Tom Brady. Yeah, they got all 22 starters coming back, too. So that doesn't look too bad right now. Uh, Zach Wilson, by the way, it's happy birthday time for him, too. He's half Brady's age. How about that? <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, <laughs> yes, here, he Brady, does. But 
<laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're off to a start here, a great start. We mentioned Brady right off the get-go there, uh, and that's awesome. Happy birthday, Tom Brady, uh, the GOAT, certainly. Uh, but Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott has taken a step back in terms of what's going on with his shoulder. It's the shoulder strain, basically a muscle uh, injury situation right there, Josh. And when you take a step back, uh, that means the Cowboys are going to be more conservative with the timetable. Uh, certainly you want Dak Prescott to be able to play the entire season. Uh, he won't throw, and then certainly he's not going to play in a Hall of Fame game in a couple days. Uh, and they're trying to avoid this becoming something bigger. Uh, so that's the concern to me. We talked about this last week. I, I thought that the Cowboys were not making a big deal of something, but it could be a big deal. And it's turning or leaning that way, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you're right, Pritch. This is starting to go in a direction that you really don't want to go if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan or an over-win total Cowboys better this year or a division. You know, we look at the Cowboys, their win total is still 9.5, juice minus 110, both sides. They are the favorite to win that NFC East right now. They're plus 120. But I think this is a worrisome sign because, you know, we were talking about, hey, what's the injury here? Is it to his ankle that uh, broke in half last year and missed pretty much uh, most of the season? Uh, or is it something different? I think on the one hand, you're like, okay, it's not the ankle, it's not the foot. But anytime you talk about shoulder, Pritch, you know, mm -hmm. whether you're a baseball pitcher, you know, an NFL quarterback, you rely on your arm. And if you start to get shoulder issues, this is something that could spiral. And who knows, maybe you need rotator cuff surgery or, you know, uh, you know, Tommy John, that's more of an elbow. But the whole point is for a quarterback, this is not the type of injury that you want to be dealing with. So I automatically think of two things right now, Pritch. I'm not going to immediately rush to judgment and bet unders for all the Cowboys plays okay. here. But I am going to lean on the Washington football team a little bit more here because I think in this NFC East, you know, again, the Cowboys are kind of like the Yankees, a team that is just every year going to get a lot of public support, a public team that you want to root for uh, in terms of just across the country. However, I think the football team is the team that I'd be looking on this division right now. They have the second best odds to win the NFC East plus 225, like their win total over eight and a half. I think it's juice minus 120. We talked about what a stellar defense that they have. And bringing in Fitz Magic to not have to do too much, but you know, lean on Gibson, lean on McLaurin, lean on Samuel. I think you got a lot of mojo cooking here for the football team with Ron Rivera going into uh, year two here. The other play to me, Pritch, is I'm looking at two numbers. It, this doesn't really affect the Hall of Fame game because, again, we didn't expect Dak to play whether mm -hmm. he's healthy or not. Right. Uh, so that was still, you know, Pittsburgh minus one to minus one and a half. The totals falling 34 to 33, 32 and a half. But Pritch, my my thing that I'm looking at now is week one Dallas at Tampa Bay. If this becomes a bigger issue where Dak Prescott has to ice his shoulder or shut it down and maybe he's hobbled or uh, going into week one, there are some issues there. Right now, again, I love dogs week one and mm -hmm. pretty much all September. Right now it's Tampa Bay minus six and a half. It's trending towards seven. If there's an issue where Dak is hobbled or doesn't play, again, jumping to conclusions here, right. that's something to keep an eye out for. You're around the key number of seven. If that's the case, you probably want to back Tampa Bay at six and a half right now before it gets to seven. That way, a seven-point win you cover instead of push. Uh, nice advice right there, Josh, uh, because a shoulder strain, stretching, or tearing of a tendon or muscle right there. So uh, that's what you're dealing with with Dak Prescott. How is that different than a pulled hamstring situation? So uh, something to monitor. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live from Vegas. Your other host live from Boston, Josh Applebaum. Well, yesterday we talked about Carson Wentz having to go un undergo surgery uh, for that broken bone in his foot. Uh, there. He had surgery on Monday, expected to miss five to 12 weeks, Josh. And now we get news that all pro tackle uh, guard, actually, uh, he can play tackle or guard. He's probably the best offensive lineman in the National Football League. Quentin Nelson has had foot surgery. 
and is on a similar timeline. So it seems like things are falling apart out there for Indy right now, not only the offensive line, but the quarterback situation as well. It really is. You know, these are starting to uh, really bubble up here for the Colts. And Pritch, I want to give you a shout out because you gave me a great assist. I got a text from you saying Quentin Nelson is hurt right when I'm on Lombardi line. So not only are you a great teammate, but you, but you set me up when I need you. So great info there, Pritch. But uh, you are right. You know, with Tennessee, obviously it was all about Carson Wentz. Now mm-hmm. you're starting to add up multiple issues here with right. the Colts, a team that you and I were both really high on, has a great roster, you know, one to 53. Um, again, you're, you're saying to yourself, you know, we got this great defense. We got a good young offensive core with Pittman and with and with uh, Taylor, the running back. Great offensive line. We can just deal for Carson Wentz. He doesn't have to be amazing. He doesn't have to throw for 500 yards and five touchdowns. We can lean on our defense, our running game, and win with Carson Wentz. Well, now all this thing is kind of blow, it's blown up in the face of a lot of these Colts backers because uh, Frank Reich tests positive for COVID. Mm. He should be fine, but he could miss some time, you know, installing all, all the systems you have to uh, look at when you're starting a new year. Now you have the Nelson injury. Now you have Carson Wentz out for a while. So one thing I did notice here, Pritch, the win total and the division odds for the Colts are really starting to take a hit here. Uh, we looked at the Colts nine and a half over minus 150 uh, just a couple days ago. Now with this Carson Wentz news and this Nelson news, now the Colts win total is nine under minus 130. So the odds makers are really telling you that these injuries are starting to stack up. Uh, and I was working with Ben Wilson earlier. He was making the case that even this Nelson injury might be worse than the Carson Wentz news, uh, losing a guy like that. Right. Uh, so playoffs, now it's minus 110 both ways for this Colts team. And Pritch, to me, it's not that I'm going to automatically hammer all these Colts unders. It's that I'm going to really look to the Titans here. You know, you and I talked about this yesterday, but Tennessee, I think, is in a prime spot to take advantage mm-hmm. of this kind of Colts fiasco type situation because uh, their win total is nine. It moved over minus 140 to over minus 170 over the last 24 hours. So this thing may go to nine and a half, which could be critical because if they win nine games, you want to push instead of lose. But I like this over. Uh, they're going to feast on the Jaguars, feast on Tennessee. Now they're going to play a Colts team who may be down all these important players. Uh, we've seen Tennessee move big here, minus uh, 135 now to win the division. They were plus 115 earlier. Now they're up to all the way minus 175. So big move here toward uh, toward the Titans, leaning on, again, a great offensive weaponry of Tannehill, uh, of Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. of Julio Jones, uh, of A.J. Brown, the, the Mike Vrabel system here, 9-7, and 9-7, and 11-5. My play here, Pritch, is look to the Titans. I'm going to take the Titans over win total. I want to mention to everybody that you uh, spoke of the Titans uh, yesterday just based on the Carson Wentz news. So you were ahead of that. Uh, now you uh, build on that with the news about Quentin Nelson and build on that even further because you got Eric Fisher uh, with the Achilles Ooh. situation, Ryan Kelly with the elbow situation, the entire left side of the offensive line, including the center. Uh, they will be coming back from significant injuries. Uh, and so this is a National Football League. It's a 100% injury business. Uh, we think after surgery, everything's going to be okay. But would you bet on that, though? So the win total going down to nine, I understand that for the Colts. Uh, but the other teams, I, I think they get propped up just based on this news right now. I think so. I think it's a great point, Pritch. And there's a domino effect here. So we talk about the offensive line left side being banged up. Okay, mm-hmm. now do you really want to take all these Taylor over rushing yards? Right. You know, these are little things you got to think about because there's a, a, a trickle down of how these injuries can affect things. Also, you know, I uh, I already bet the Jaguars under six and a half wins. Do I like it as much now? Maybe they maybe they're a little more feisty in that division. I think ten. You know, the other thing I'm looking at here is that week one with. Um, with Jacksonville going to Houston because uh, that's one a big move that we've seen the Jaguars going from. I think they're like minus one and a half on the road. They're creeping up to minus three. 
Now there's a situation here. This is kind of aside from the Wentz news, but I'm looking at that plus three with Houston week one, buying low on a gross hazmat play, a divisional dog here, betting against rookie coaches, rookie quarterbacks. So there's a lot of different permutations that this Wentz injury uh, affects different numbers. So take that into account. Uh, any Anything involving this division, mm -hmm. you know, remember that, hey, this Carson Wentz news, maybe the Colts take a step back. That could have a lot of uh, different effects across the board. A gentleman who used to cover me in Atlanta before hitting the big time with ESPN, Chris Mortensen, reports that the Colts will not be trading for Nick Foles or Marcus Mariota, Garden Minshew, or any other veteran quarterback at this time. That's surprising, Pritch. I don't know. You got a pretty good roster. I know you have these injuries. Maybe right. they'll be back, uh, you know, late September. But you're telling me maybe it's a situation where the price is too high, which I totally get. But you can't give a six-round pick for Gardner Minshew right now. I don't know. I just think that that if you're all in and you're Chris Ballard, the GM, uh, and your team needs a little bit of boost, uh, who knows? Maybe Minshew ends up outplaying Wentz even when Wentz is healthy. Mm -hmm. I just think you know you don't. What kind of message does that send to your team? Maybe you're showing faith in Jacob Eason, who was probably going to take over here. Uh, you know, they have Sam Ellinger. You made, you got Tyler Huntley, uh, but I don't know. I, I think of making a move, depending on the price. Um, you know, the, the funny thing is imagine Foles walking in that locker room. Carson Wentz is like, <laughs> man, I, I can't get rid of you, man. Yeah, we like talked you just about make... that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so like, that would be, <laughs> it's like Foles was almost lobbying to get traded to the Colts. Did you see that press conference? He had the third string quarterback, I by the way, had a press conference. Uh, it's just bizarre land here. <laughs> it is. It's up just in Chicago. crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's how many absurd. third string quarterbacks are having press conferences? Well, I can tell you, Brian Hoyer doesn't have many in New England. So yeah, <laughs> right. I think that's probably the only one there. But yeah, why not make, take a shot for Minshew? I don't know. I'd send a signal to your team that hey, we still believe in our roster. Let's not lean on you know a second year quarterback like Eason. Uh, that's I find that kind of questionable that they're already. Maybe it's just you know you're playing the game. But mm. uh, again, already dismissing these options. I don't know if you want to put yourself in a box like that. Yeah, the longer they wait, I think the price is going to go up on any quarterback situation anyway because teams are around the league, they're going to know how desperate the Colts are going to be. Uh, so if you do it early or sooner than later, then maybe the price goes or is still low enough for you to, to have this trade. Great point. And again, maybe they, they uh, you know, talked around and said, oh, Mincho, they want a fourth round pick, a third, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. Maybe the price is too high. But, Rich, that's what I would have done. And again, this is why I work for VEASAN and talk betting for you, and I'm not an NFL executive. <laughs> but uh, to me, it's like before you or the news is leaked about Wentz being out for a while, right. keep it under wraps, make a move for a quarterback. You cover yourself on both ends. So, uh, again, to me, the biggest beneficiary of this Carson Wentz news uh, is the Titans in this division. Okay, the Giants making a lot of news today, too, uh, Josh. <laughs> Giants wide receiver Kenny Galladay left uh, practice on Tuesday after an apparent leg injury. You don't like to have leg injuries to uh, fleet wide receivers out there for sure. And then a full-team brawl at Giants camp. Uh, quarterback Jones apparently was at the bottom of the pile. There's always a pile uh, in brawls out there. But Joe Judge, the head coach of the Giants, was livid, uh, and he made the players run. Now, Josh, you know Joe Judge better than I do, but this guy <laughs> is heading towards burnout quickly. I mean, I, I don't know coaches that do this. Uh, he made the team run after um, this brawl situation, obviously unhappy, a lot of expletives too. There's a great Twitter timeline out there. Uh, you can find it, uh, Ralph Vasciano, I believe, uh, or Vasciano. Uh, he had a great Twitter uh, timeline of the events out there. So not only making them run goal line to goal line, he made them do push-ups too, Josh. Uh, so I <laughs> don't know. Like... Yeah, head coaches <laughs> in the National Football League, they do not do that to professional athletes. 
Yeah, this is like old school hardo football, you know, like uh, back when you, uh, Pritch, I, I played one year of, uh, of freshman football and like, I was like, this ain't for me. I, I, I'm going to go in a different direction. But I remember like the Oklahoma drill and the two a days and all this mm -hmm. old school stuff that the old grinders like to do. So uh, this is kind of, it's a little funny to me, you know, just because, you know, I think uh, obviously you don't want to get anyone hurt. We heard Daniel Jones was a part of it. Highly recommend if you want to see this, you know, go on Twitter, you can find it. Um, but again, you don't want your quarterback hurt or anyone to get hurt. But I bet Judge, you know, again, trying to create this foundation of being hard-nosed and tough and no nonsense. I bet a part of him, if you give him truth serum, kind of likes this, likes a little <laughs> bit feisty nature with the team. If as long as no one gets hurt and, you know, your starting quarterback doesn't, you know, break a, break his arm here, mm -hmm. um, it, it shows that this team uh, has got a lot of intensity. So I think that's maybe one thing to take away from it. Uh, will Judge overstep his boundaries? I think that definitely could happen. You know, uh, I'm a millennial Pritch. My my generation isn't the uh, the strongest mentally tough generation with pro athletes. I don't know if they uh, are receptive to this hard coaching like it used to be. Right. So you got to walk that fine line. But I would say with Judge trying to emulate Belichick, you know, Belichick kind of does stuff like this, making him run the you know the hill behind Foxborough Stadium. If if you have a uh, you know if you if you have an offensive penalty or you know you have a penalty and screw up the whole play. Uh, so he's trying to be this this hard-nosed coach. But I would say with the Giants, Pritch, I like kind of what they're building. They're 6-10 and 10 last year, mm -hmm. Judge's first year. Their win total is 7 this year. And you're saying, hey, an extra game, they could maybe hit 7. The juice is to the over. Over 7, minus 135. That kind of tells me that the odds makers kind of expect the G-men to be competitive in that wide-open division. So I wouldn't dismiss them outright. It's just funny. This is what gets us talking about the Giants. But over seven, you think, hey, worst case, maybe I push that thing. Can they go eight and nine in, in year two with Judge? I think it's a possibility based on that juice. Well, I wonder if he'll lose locker room, though. Uh, certainly professional athletes, they can put up uh, a fence against that type of coaching for sure. They can, <laughs> they can block it out or, or tune him out. Uh, and so if you lose the locker room, I don't care how great of a coach you are, you lost the locker room. Uh, what example are you setting, too, when you fought the offensive line coach? And now you have a team brawl. <laughs> Good point. You have a team brawl, and they're fighting, and now you're going to make everybody run when he didn't go out there and run and do push-ups. I totally forgot about that, Fritch. <laughs> I totally forgot. He, right. he fought the offensive. Was that Dave DeGuglielmo? I could be wrong about okay. that. But he had a somebody he with the Patriots. Right. Yeah, somebody. But, yeah, this is just – Fritch, let me ask you. Mm -hmm. Were you ever involved in any training camp scuffles, fights? Is that just – it's hot. You're banging heads against the same guys every day. How did your coaches handle that? And did you ever get in a scuffle? What's it like when you're in the pile? Well, it was a, it's a different era, Josh, <laughs> a different era. Yes, I got into a couple of scraps, but uh, nothing serious in practice. One in a game, Monday night football against the Raiders. But um, it, no, it's it, it doesn't go very far. They never do. Uh, you know, it, it's a physical game and you cross the line every once in a while. That's going to happen in, in the game of football. And I'm sure that's what happened. That's what took place with the Giants. But you can't over react uh, and then you can't treat grown men as kids right I mean you're just gonna lose locker room in my opinion yeah that's a good point Pritch so again Joe Judge has got to walk this fine line here but uh, again gives us a chance to maybe highlight that over seven minus 135 for the G-men <laughs> uh, buy low on the Giants is that what you're suggesting here oh yeah that's what I'm thinking Pritch <laughs> okay okay more news uh, the Vikings claim quarterback Danny Etling off waivers from the Seahawks and signed quarterback Case Cookus. Yes, there's a Case Cookus in the National Football League right now. A uh, great name there. I do remember Danny Etling because 
Uh, that was actually a pick by the Patriots in the seventh yeah. round uh, who had a cup of coffee with New England, bounced around. I'm actually, uh, kudos to him that he's still in the league. No offense. I, I just thought he was uh, not even in the NFL anymore. But um, that just makes us kind of go back to that day with Aaron Rodgers where there was that big run on Vikings futures when mm-hmm. the news came out that Rodgers might retire. So it's kind of tough. You know, we do have these COVID concerns. Kellen Mond, you know, we've talked about uh, looking at Justin Jefferson over receiving yards uh, and looking at Kirk Cousins. Hopefully everything's okay with the COVID, but uh, his over passing yards is over um, his over passing touchdowns as well. I think it was like 34 and a half, 35, somewhere around there. So yeah, Pritch, what's your take on the Vikings? I mean, you're still uh, second best odds there to win that division behind right. the Packers. But um, again, this is a team that I think with fans coming back in the dome, you're going to get that that skull cheer, the skull chant that's going to get you going here with some home field advantage. But uh, again, to me, it's a Packers division to win with Rodgers. Yeah, back. absolutely. I mean, these are not meaningful uh, transactions right there for the Vikings with these quarterbacks or camp arms because you don't have quarterbacks in camp right now because of the COVID situation there with the Vikings. But uh, they got to get work done. Uh, and so Case Cook, as he's had familiarity with this offense being in Denver, uh, so I think he's a camp arm to help them execute what they need to get done at the beginning of training camp. Yeah, it makes sense. And again, you got to do these drills and you don't want to overwork some right. of your other guys. So it uh, makes total sense to me, Pritch. You know, uh, the other one that I'd be looking at real too is is this Kyle Shanahan, uh, Trey Lance type stuff because Shanahan continues to be adamant that Jimmy G's the starter and, you know, Lance is, is the runner up here. But I did see on Twitter that Lance took some first team reps today. So this is just going to cause that, you know, those, those, those two prop markets where who will start uh, week one, Cam Newton or Mac Jones or Jimmy G uh, or Trey Lance. They're going to hear more and more yeah. about Trey Lance is looking good, making these long throws. Uh, but I think in both situations, I'd still be leaning on the veteran quarterbacks to be the week one starters. All right. Then the Broncos coach Vic Fangio said the team's quarterback competition believe uh, between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater uh, is even Steven which it's not shocking, right? I mean, it's a quarterback competition. How are you actually going to make a decision here between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater? So who will take the first snap for the Broncos uh, this season, Josh? We can bet on that plus 120 for both quarterbacks out there. Yeah, that's interesting prop because uh, even Steven, uh, the coach said, and also betting market completely even here, plus 120 both sides. So we're going to have to see how it plays out. Obviously, Drew Locke to me as the higher upside, but also can be more erratic and turn over the ball as a young player, throwing interceptions. Teddy Bridgewater, not as high of a ceiling, but more dependable, I would say. And you kind of know what you're going to get from him and less turnover prone. Uh, we do know that the oddsmakers are high on your Broncos here, Pritch. The win total is eight and a half. I think it's minus 130, minus 140 to the over. Mm-hmm. So getting a lot of these guys back from injury, uh, getting Bradley Chubb back, getting Vaughn Miller, you know, I've devoted a lot of high draft picks to offensive weapons like Fant and like Jerry Judy and all these other guys. You're getting Cortland Sutton back as well. Your defense looks pretty good. Getting Sertan to add to that really good defensive back group. So that eight and a half is still worth a look to the over for me. But Pritch, when I see these odds, barring something crazy happening where uh, they make a trade or it's someone else, you could theoretically bet both players at plus 120. Right. You get one of them to cash. You win 0.2 units. I mean, you're not going to be a millionaire there, but you can kind of play that middling arbitrage type game by saying, hey, as long as I get one or the other, they're both plus money, I can get 0.2 units there. I was going to ask you any interest in that any other quarterback plus 300. I mean, there's Deshaun Watson still out there. If they're even Steven throughout, what, three weeks of training camp, which direction are the Broncos going to go in? 
Yeah, I think it's a great point. I mean, that's what scares me because if you play both those plus 120s, then it's any other, you lose two units, so you kind of lost it there. But again, even if Watson is traded, will he be cleared in time legally? Right. I think he's going to be suspended. The Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos is now dead. I think it's between these two, Pritch, and yeah. I, I, it's a coin flip now at this point. Yeah, let's leave that. Any other quarterback alone, plus 300 uh, right there, but stick with the uh, plus 120 for either quarterback situation out there in Denver. Uh, just a matter of days, a couple days from the Hall of Fame games. So we're going to continue with uh, some more headlines from the National Football League. It's coming up next right here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Football season is right around the corner, so it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the strip, have that state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. Uh, Continuing with headlines in the National Football League. Big ones, Josh, actually. Uh, Matthew Stafford uh, exited Monday's practice after hitting his throwing thumb on a player's helmet. Uh, the x-rays have come back negative right there, but uh, his thumb was wrapped. Uh, certainly a situation to keep your eye on there with Matt Stafford. Yeah, definitely, Pritch. And again, this is a team that uh, has had a lot of movement in their direction over the, the course of the offseason, really the Rams. Now they're still, they took a little bit of a step back. It's still Rams and 49ers, I think plus 190 to win that division here. But Stafford, obviously, you know, a guy that McVay went out on a, on a limb for, gave up a ton of draft capital to get. And going from Goff to uh, to Stafford, you're saying, hey, we got this veteran quarterback uh, who we can rely on more than Goff. We can pair him with a great defense with Jalen Ramsey and with, with Darnold here. So to me, this isn't as worrisome as maybe the DAC injury. Mm-hmm. You know, as a quarterback, you bang your thumb off, uh, you know, helmets and all, you're in the pile and stuff like that happens. As long as there's no structural damage, you probably are glad, you know, you have this thumb issue now. As long as you don't need surgery, you can rest it. You're not going to play him much in the preseason. I think overall you're still okay with the Rams there, but uh, definitely never want to see any kind of injury to a starting quarterback. No, not not at all. I mean, it's, it just shows how much growth that needs to happen, though, with Matt Stafford and this offensive line because the pocket in Detroit was different than the pocket in L.A. now with the Rams. So he's got to get used to where the bodies are going to be and where his offensive linemen are going to set up and and, and how far back they're going to drift to. And so uh, all those things he's got to work through, but hopefully he can do that without injury. Exactly, Pritch. And hopefully this isn't a lingering thing as well, because again, the Rams have super high expectations this year after bringing in Stafford. You know, automatically, anytime I see an injury or just any kind of news, uh, we're getting close enough to look at these week one lines here, Pritch. So just a reminder, that Sunday night game uh, on September 12th, you have the Chicago Bears at the Rams. And as of right now, the Chicago Bears are not getting any action at all. This is all super lopsided (laughs) toward the Rams at home. Uh, They open minus seven, Pritch. It's still minus seven. And it looks like uh, if so, for example, if you like Chicago here, and again, I like primetime dogs. I like to bet against the public. I'll probably be I'll probably be on the Bears here, Bridge. I'm just warning you right now, even though we got a month to get ready and sweat this one. But this thing may go to seven and a half. It's seven right now. Uh, super lopsided action toward the Rams. That would be a primetime inflated number where you could maybe buy low and get the hook. 
uh, with the Bears. So I would wait that one out. On the flip side, if you like the Rams, this seven could go to seven and a half. Maybe you want to target a little bit early, uh, a little bit early. However, again, key numbers so important. But it looks like maybe that Sunday night uh, with such lopsided Rams action there, seven right now could go to minus seven and a half. LA. One more headline I want to get to real quick. Uh, Travis ATN, you can't cover the guy in practice according to reports. Uh, what do you think of him? He's at 650 and a half rushing yards uh, on the season. That's rushing, uh, but as a receiver, certainly helps out Trevor Lawrence. He's sitting at 40, 25 and a half passing yards. Yeah, that's definitely something to keep an eye out for. I mean, uh, finally, you're getting some good news here because I know Trevor Lawrence last couple of days of practice has just been getting picked off uh, left and right. I mean, the Travis Etienne, I don't know about the rushing yard, 650 and a half. Seems like a doable number, mm-hmm. uh, but you still have uh, Robinson, that running back there, who's probably going to get more carries, but I think Etienne, is a guy that I would target, as you mentioned, Pritch, astutely, uh, catches and right. receiving yards. This is a guy that, out of the backfield, uh, kind of in that James White role that uh, so for so long, Brady and James White out of the back, that Kevin Falk kind of role, uh, mm-hmm. old school with the Patriots. I was going to go Marshall. Right. He reminds me of him. Uh, I'm not comparing him, but he reminds me of Marshall. Yeah, yeah, Marshall Falk. Is that mm-hmm. what you're talking about, yeah. Pritch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, back in the day. So, again, I would target maybe the receiving options there for ETN. And, again, with, with Trevor Lawrence, he could have a lot of passing yards. My play with him is his over interceptions, Bridge. I think this is, this could be a spot where, uh, again, we heard Peyton Manning joke about wanting Trevor Lawrence to take over that re- that infamous record uh, of, uh, of of throwing the most uh, interceptions in a rookie year, which was what twenty eight. You quizzed me yesterday, Bridge. So I, I don't know exactly. I think it's. I want to say it's in the low twenties. But I'll look to maybe Lawrence over interceptions in his rookie year. Okay, yeah, Peyton Manning, he wants somebody to break that record in the worst way, certainly. (laughs) Um, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, he's been being picked off, but I I think they'll dial it back as you get closer and closer to the national uh, to the season, the beginning of the season. And then when you think about Travis ATN, what a great outlet to have somebody like that, somebody that you're highly familiar with because that was your teammate uh, in college as well. So some chemistry already early signs there for Trevor Lawrence uh, and Travis ATN. So uh, something to keep an eye on right there. You know, we pride ourselves with information here at VSIN. Uh, we're going to get to the Heisman Trophy odds with the help of the college football betting guide. That's coming up next. In college football betting guide is here. So start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VSIN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football guide for only $19.99. Or start your free all-access trial today at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so, Josh, we do have odds on the Heisman Trophy right now. Uh, and I would employ everybody to look at this college football guy. Get the college football guy. It's, it's loaded with information. And I really love how they gave insights on the process uh, of not only betting the Heisman, but how the Heisman is voted on. So valuable yeah. information inside the college football betting guide right there. 
Yeah, you laid it out perfectly here, Pritch. Highly recommend. And the whole thing is, you know, the team of Beeson works so hard on this stuff, but also, um, you know, it makes your your job handicapping these these right. different markets so much easier, having everything in one easy to find spot. So, you know, you spend nineteen ninety nine on this guide. I think it's going to really benefit you over the course of the year. And I would highly recommend a specific uh, column in this article looking at these different highs and hopefuls and mm -hmm. who the value is on. So to me, Pritch, you know, I think this is a market that, again, the reason why we keep talking about it is it's really wide open. So depending on the way you view these players uh, and your your projections of them this year, you can really cash some big bets because, you know, a lot of these guys, there's no there's no Trevor Lawrence going into the year at plus 300, Pritch, and everyone else is far behind. It's pretty much, there's a lot of different options where uh, Spencer Rattler's still uh, the odds-on favorite here, plus 800 coming from Oklahoma. Right. You got to give him his due. You know, he had a good year, uh, 28 touchdowns, seven picks, passed for over 3,000 yards. Uh, you can lean on the fact that, you know, Lincoln Riley is his coach, who's coached uh, a bunch of other Heisman winners in recent years with Baker and um, obviously with Kyler Murray, uh, an offensive system where he's going to put up a lot of numbers in order to maybe cash this award. So for for good reason, Rattler uh, is the favorite here, but it's not like he's by far and away. you got a bunch of other guys, 11 to ones, 12 mm -hmm. to ones, 16 to ones, a lot of opportunity here. You know, I'll just throw a couple names at you, Pritch. Uh, number one would be Sam Howell. This is a guy that I'm pretty high on. I know Michael Lombardi, who uh, always gushes when he talks about Howell and UNC. <laughs> a lot of upside there and opportunity right. there. Uh, and the, I also like the win total UNC, over nine and a half, minus 120. I think this could be a 10-win team uh, for Mac Brown. So that's an opportunity, 16 to one. And this one's a little bit further down, but Keaton Slovis, 28 to one. This is a guy that just was really highly touted coming out of high school. Uh, it's kind of in that West Coast uh, system here that can give you a pretty good numbers at USC. A lot of great athletes to throw the ball to. So that mm -hmm. 28 to one caught my eye. Those would be the three that I'm looking at. Rattler, Sam Howell, and Keaton Slovis. But Pritch, who catches your eye on this list? Well, there's there's several guys that catch my eye and also the process, the voters, your opinions, uh, the profile, the school, all these situations are outlined perfectly uh, in the college football betting guide. Uh, but also a chance to invest in your education. It's $20, right, for this guide. And so look at the odds for these uh, individuals here, plus 800 for their favorite. I mean, a return on investment is tremendous right there. Uh, so I, I think everybody should do this because uh, I, I'm a, actually a product uh, of what they outlined or, or laid out here in the, uh, in the college football betting guide when it comes to the Heisman. So uh, like Rocket, the Rocket came in second. I actually had better stats than a rocket, and I finished outside the top 10. But he had a bigger profile being at Notre Dame, and certainly he had a name longer than I did in college football. So Spencer <laughs> Rattler, a great example right there. DJ, uh, the quarterback from Clemson. I tell you what, JT Daniels and DJ, I mean, this, those odds right there, 11 to 1, but those odds are going to change dramatically after that opening game uh, week one in college football. Great point by you, Pritch. And again, there's this human element to the voting process. These are all the little nitty gritty things. You're not just saying, hey, who's going to be the best player in college football this mm -hmm. year, but also uh, what other variables or factors could influence this opinion in the voting here. So great point by you. The other thing is like, you can pick up a couple of these guys. I know, you know, a lot of times, like when you're betting on golf, we always talk about Pritch, how, uh, you know, everyone wants to cash the big, you know, 20 to ones, 100 to ones, whereas maybe you should bet more matchups and, you know, uh, top 20, stuff like that. The Heisman, though, if you pick a couple of them, like let's say you just sprinkle in a you know an eight to one Rattler, you know a couple eleven to ones DJ and JT Daniels. Maybe you have a little bit of money on Howell. Uh, again, you're kind of spreading your action out a little bit with all these prices and payouts. 
that even if you hit one of them, if you lose a couple others, you're still going to profit it as long as you cash one of them. So that's another thing here. Just such a wide open list. There's not that one guy that you say, hey, this guy's going to be number one pick, going to win the Heisman, which creates a lot of value for betters who can do their homework and really identify where the value lies. Absolutely. And you said Michael Lombardi likes Sam Howell. I mean, uh, you think about how weak that conference is in the ACC, right? And he gets to the ACC championship (laughs) game. Uh, They were averaging almost 50 points a game last year, I believe, uh, offensively. So he's going to put up numbers big time this year. Exactly. That's another great point. Not just the player, not just the team, but what conference are they in? What's the level of competition? Obviously, in the ACC, you know, we expect Howell to put up these crazy numbers. And once your numbers get to be so good and so overwhelming, it's hard not to win an award like this, depending on your level of competition, how the voters come out. Um, Pritch, I know we're up against it. I just want to mention one thing real quick. Uh, I was talking to Kenny White earlier today on Lombardi Line. I just want to throw this out here. I know, I know we're talking about Heisman, but he had something that I really wanted to double back on uh, looking at win totals for college football. Mm-hmm. He said this, and I think it was really, really important. He said he looks for three criteria when looking at a win total in college football. What you want to see if you're going to bet an over is a team that's had the same coach for at least the last three years, uh, the returning starting quarterback from last year, and at least eight starters on both sides of the ball from the previous year. Okay. So after the the COVID year and, you know, who played how many snaps, you know, teams played bigger schedules than others. That's a basic thing that a lot of new betters you can lean on a coach three plus years, returning starting quarterback and, and continuity on both sides of the ball, at least eight returning starters, offense and defense. So I just want to throw that out there to me. It's an easy, easily digestible thing to look for when you're betting win totals. Totally agree with that too. Uh, Coach and quarterback, uh, the main things right there, offense and defensive line, the other main thing, uh, we would not have won a national championship if we didn't have three All-Americans on our offensive line. Uh, We would not have won a national championship if we didn't have, I don't know, three or four first and second round draft picks on our defensive front. Uh, So you look at teams like that, and I think that could help you with uh, win totals. Yeah, it really could. And these are just the little nuggets that, um, you know, Kenny White's guide, the VEASAN guide will help you with all this stuff. So uh, that's the whole thing. You know, you know, we talk about continuity in the NFL, betting against rookie head coaches, betting against, um, you know, rookie quarterbacks, but kind of the same thing in college. It, it, college is, is constant turnover uh, based on the draft classes and, uh, you know, your recruits. But uh, as long as you can really have that continuity, a lot of upperclassmen, you know what you're going to get. Those are the teams you want to get behind versus other teams that have way new freshmen and new coaches, new coordinators. Those are the ones that you kind of want to bet against. All right. Uh, off and rolling here on Betting Across America. Are you are you buckled in? You got your seatbelt fastened, Josh? Got some breaking news I'm, I'm, about uh, Carmelo Anthony. Ooh, yeah. I got a lot going on. We haven't even touched baseball yet. It's, we a, haven't. it's a great day, Pritch. But we're definitely going to get to this news about Carmelo Anthony. That's coming up next. BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. (laughs) 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Or download the app today. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories. And we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Summer sports betting is heating up, so sign up right now for a risk-free first bet up to $600 at BetMGM. Be sure to use bonus code VSEN600 and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Once again, it's promo code VSEN600 to make your first bet risk-free up to $600. Get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. New customer offer paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions Eligibility restrictions apply. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's betting across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So the breaking news uh, on Carmelo Anthony is he signed a one-year deal with the L.A. Lakers, uh, Josh. Not a surprise, not a shocker. Um, 
outside the age uh, here that we're looking at the Lakers. I mean, there's a lot of guys well over 30 uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers on that roster right now. Yeah, this is unbelievable here, Pritch. I know it's 2021. I know modern medicine is pretty good nowadays, <laughs> and we have the Tom Brady method of uh, of the TB12 eating right and, and having a long career here. But, man, look at these numbers you're looking at. All these guys, we have Carmelo, who's, I believe, 37 now. Add him to the list. LeBron, 36. Gasol, 30. I mean, just go down the list. Ariza, Dudley, Howard, Matthews, Ellington. They get for they you know Russell Westbrook's the young guy there at 32 Pritch, which is <laughs> right. which is funny. Um, I would say though one name that's not on this list who they just signed I saw on Twitter Malik Monk. He's mm-hmm. only 23 years old Pritch. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy who was a, a high pick for the Hornets there in Charlotte, and I can't believe it they got him for the minimum. Malik Monk might be their best offseason move, getting him for the vet minimum. I think is a great deal. It's a guy off the bench, kind of like a reminds me a little bit like Jordan Clarkson, just an instant offense guy who can shoot the lights out. So we do know that with all these moves, I would love to know the over-under on uh, injuries and games missed. You know, it's probably going to be, you know, 225 and a half with all these older players here. Uh, but my point, Pritch, is that um, the Lakers are, are really kind of the low-hanging fruit of, wow, they have this big three now with Westbrook and LeBron and AD. And I think the early X in the playoffs will benefit them a little bit longer of an offseason. Uh, but also plus 425, you know, they did fall from uh, or improve from plus 500 down to plus 425 right. with the Westbrook deal. But with the, all this age of this roster, they're long in the tooth. I think to me, the team that I would target right now is the Miami Heat Pritch. They really won day one of free agency, bringing Kyle Lowry uh, to pair with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and, and re-signing um, uh, the Duncan Robinson. They still have Hero off the bench. They got PJ Tucker, our guy. I know, I who, saw uh, that. Cashed, cashed quite a few uh, player props in the playoffs for us, Pritch. So to me, uh, the Miami Heat going thirty-five to one to twenty-five to one. I like what Pat Riley's doing. That's a scrappy team with a lot of really good veterans on that club. Well, coach team too. So they get better with Lowry. I agree with that. But I don't know if they're going to threaten a, a championship situation. You never know, though. Uh, situation with Ben Simmons and the Sixers, of course. Uh, Giannis and the Bucks are looking good, even though they lose PJ Tucker. They're still looking good. Even Shinzo comes back for that squad. Uh, Ball going to Chicago. I don't know if that's going to move the needle at all there, even though he's a great player. Uh, but this mellow signing in the West, I, I don't know what that does for the Lakers outside of giving them an offensive threat. But is Melo a threat still, though? What do you think? I kind of think he is, Pritch. I'll be honest with you. I bet a lot of Trailblazers overs throughout the NBA season. They were one of the best over teams. I remember it was then. It was also, I think the Sacramento Kings were a really good over team. They'll score you 120 a night. They'll give up, you know, 120 on the other end. So <laughs> I watched Carmelo, and I got to say, like, I'll fully admit if a guy's over the hill, Carmelo, maybe it's anecdotal. Maybe it's just the games that I watch, but. I feel like he hit almost every shot that he took off the bench. I mean, mm. this is a guy that actually had a really good year, um, even though he's a little bit older. Uh, remember, he really had a uh, a day with destiny where his his career looked to be over. He was out of the league for a bit. He right. comes back, maybe rejuvenated. Uh, but this is a guy that can still come off the bench and get you 10 points easily. I mean, he can go off for, for 20 a night. I think Carmelo, uh, the, the funny thing is like on Twitter, our buddy John Ewing said, Lakers odds before signing Melo plus 425. Lakers after signing Melo plus 425. Right. <laughs> so it, it doesn't change the odds at all. <laughs> no. uh, but if you're LeBron, hey, guy off the bench who can score you some points. I think Melo still got a little left in the tank, 
He can still shoot the ball. That that skill has not eroded. Age could be a factor. Load management could be a factor for this squad. Uh, Anthony Davis, who's in his 20s, plays like he's in his 30s, though, uh, Josh. So just keep an eye on the Lakers. They're at plus 425. The Braun James effect, certainly. Uh, Miami Dolphins. Deep dive into the Miami Dolphins. This is a team with nine and a half win total. Uh, Josh, juiced up to the under minus 135 right there. Yeah, so Miami Dolphins are interesting, Pritch. You know, this is a team that I kind of liken a little bit to the Giants. So the Belichick disciple taking over a new program, taking them from the bottom and slowly building them back up. So uh, we, we saw the Dolphins, I think, what were they, 6-10 and 10 their first year. Now they're, they were 10-6 and six last year. They almost made the playoffs. You're making strides here uh, with Brian Flores creating the foundation there in Miami. Uh, you, ha- you saw them go out and ha- spend a ton of money in free agency last year. Not all those free agency moves really worked. Kyle Van Noy is already back on the Patriots. And, uh, you know, a guy you didn't pay, Xavier uh, Howard, he, he's mad. He wants a, a new deal or, or a trade. So, there's issues here. I still think Miami has a pretty good uh, a pretty good roster overall. Uh, obviously, make the playoffs plus 110. That could be intriguing. But the fact that the over 9.5, you win 10 games last year, mm-hmm. and yet your win total is a little lower and it's juiced up under, That's a, that gives me cause for concern here, Pritch. That's a little bit worrisome. You know, we already know week one going to New England. Patriots, I think, open minus two. They're up to two and a half. So there's all, all already kind of that bet against the Miami Dolphins here in week one. So maybe it's this situation where they look to be trending in the right direction. Maybe they take a little bit of a step back the, this year. You know, you, you give a lot of money to Will Fuller. He's got some injuries here. I think the whole thing hinges on Michael Lombardi's favorite player, Tua. It's all about <laughs> Tua. If Tua can make that leap and stay healthy and learn from last year and push the ball more downfield, um, then I think you're good. But if Tua is the kind of guy that, his completion percentage isn't very good. You know, he he really isn't flashy. He doesn't move the ball downfield. That's what you worry about. I think, you know, if you, if you really went back in time and said, hey, we could have had Justin Herbert, you know, I think that's one one that they really might regret uh, taking Tua instead of Herbert. But uh, I don't know, Pritch. I, I kind of, I, I'm, I'm split. I think they're right around that 9-10 win total, which is, uh, gives that nine and a half a, a lot of value depending on what, what you know which direction you look at it. Right. What's your take on Miami? Are you bullish on Tua and just your overall outlook on the Dolphins this year? Not bullish on Tua yet. I got to see some more. Uh, I think about 20 to 25 games is really when you get an accurate uh, evaluation, in my opinion, at the quarterback position, Josh. Uh, Tua and Fitzpatrick, they combined last year for a decent year at quarterback, 3,800 passing yards, I believe, uh, between the both of those guys. Uh, but can Tua do that all by himself? They averaged 25 points a game last year, again, combined with Fitzpatrick and Tua. Uh, two totally different quarterbacks, obviously. Uh, I don't know if they're going to average 25 points a game, again, offensively this year. Uh, and then defensively, they were great, top 10 defense, uh, just giving up 21 points a game. But as you mentioned, Xavier Howard, unhappy. That guy had, what, double-digit picks last year, turnovers last year for that defense. Yeah, it's kind of like the situation with uh, Stephon Gilmore in New England where, like, you pay everyone except the guy who's probably your best player. So <laughs> right. that can really Well, they really did pay him. He, just, he says he outplayed that contract that they paid him on, though. Exactly. So you're going to have to deal with this issue uh, of how you're going to handle this situation and not let it become a bigger issue and really, uh, you know, kind of permeate through the locker room and cause some toxicity here. Uh, but I'm with you Tua. That's it's the question mark. What your, your opinion on the dolphins. I think if you're taking the over, you're saying, Hey, this guy, it's always an, you know, an adjustment period for a rookie. He showed some flashes. Yeah. He's got to work on his throwing mechanics and be, be a better, more accurate down the field passer, but there's something to work with there. There's reason to be optimistic. The other side is if you're betting the under, you're saying, hey, Tua, great in college, 
but he just may not have it in the NFL. You don't want to make a judgment that early, but that would be the case for maybe going under here. Uh, and again, you know, you're going to have to play the, the Bills, who mm-hmm. I'm super high on as one of the best teams in the AFC right there with the Chiefs. You know, you're going to have to play the Patriots, who are going to be a little bit better with their offseason additions here. Uh, the, the Jets, you can probably feast on the Jets. But I think that AFC East is a little bit more competitive this year, which might make it a little bit harder for the Dolphins, which is maybe why that under nine and a half is minus 135. Absolutely. It's going to be a play action offense with Tua, a lot of RPO, a lot of run after the catch for the wide receivers too, Josh. So Jalen Waddell, uh, we're looking at what, 724 and a half uh, receiving yards, five and a half receiving touchdowns. Yeah, I'd like to go over there. Okay. Um, you know, I did, I did, but here's my concern, Pritch, injury concerns. You know, right. this is a guy that um, was highly drafted, even though uh, he, he was injured down the stretch there. A lot of those college football playoff games he didn't play in. Um, he said he's feeling good. I uh, just, you know, was looking at it beforehand. Uh, I'm not sure what it was with his injury uh, over, over this past week, but he's feeling better. He should be okay. Uh, this is a guy that I could be intrigued going over, but again, are you going to take an over wide receiver with Tua as your quarterback? It kind of doesn't, uh, mix and match. You know, I'd rather maybe uh, take an over on a wide receiver with a consistent Russell Wilson type passer or well, the run you know, after quarter- the catch uh, aspect uh, kind of brings Jalen Waddle into there though, because that guy is highly elusive and you're talking about bubble screens and quick throws to him. Uh, he can make people miss. He essentially turns into a running back out there. Now Devonte Parker and Will Fuller, those guys like that, uh, I can see going under those receiving totals. But Jalen Waddle, I was interested uh, because he does bring that element of run after the catch uh, to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, great point by you, Pritch. Here I am saying, hey, you don't have a great quarterback, but if, if you can get a, catch a 10-yard pass and then uh, beat everybody right. and run for another 50 yards, I think you're going to be okay. So great point by you. Maybe you're banking if you're betting that over the yards after catch, not the uh, you know get get caught and get down and, and getting you know uh, get down and get touched and wait for the next down there. So the other one that I would throw out at you, Pritch, real quick, Jalen Phillips. This mm-hmm. is a guy that no one's really talking about for uh, for defensive rookie of the year. I think he's got the second or third best odds overall. He's plus 650. You know, this if he can step in and you know as an edge rusher and you know get close to double digit sacks. I know it's asking a lot of a rookie, uh, but those those rookie of the year defensive rookie of the year odds. He's not far behind. I think Micah Parsons is the favorite, uh, and you have a couple of these guys who are close. But Phillips is is maybe a flyer uh, that has pretty good odds that I really don't hear anyone talking about right now. I like his game, too. Uh, Stephanie tells us the second-best favorite uh, there on the board, uh, plus 650 defensive rookie of the year. That don't, isn't, that's why we love Steph. I, I throw <laughs> something out there. Within two seconds, she gets us the number. That's why she's great. Uh, but, yeah, right behind Micah Parsons, it's a guy you could look toward. Uh, so, again, you know, when you're betting these teams, you don't have to go to the quarterback or the wide receiver. Look around. There's different options this time of year. Rookie of the year, comeback, coach, all these different options are available to you. Yeah, absolutely. A little deep dive right there on the Miami Dolphins. A little bit of excitement there. Not too much, though. I think you're going to have a bad season, to be honest with you. Uh, come up next, uh, we turn to Major League Baseball with a former Major League Baseball pitcher, Josh Towers, in studio with us right here on the program. Be sent the Sports Betting Network. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.